83 minutes from kickoff, Monday Night Football. We got the Raiders. We got the Lions. The Lions looking for a little revenge. Jimmy Garoppolo looking to, oh, my God, the Wizards are down 10 already. What were you thinking, Ryan? Why don't you listen? What do you mean? The Wizards are down 10. Yeah, that's where you want to be. They don't oh, get out of bed till they're down 10. <laughs> they don't get out of bed. They're a second-half team. You, <laughs> they really see, are. You guys must have missed it the other night when they beat up on the Memphis Grizzlies. Coos had a double-double. in that. My guy, Coos. My Wizards. My son said, Daddy, we should get some tickets to the Wizards game. And I said, hey, I'll look at some season tickets. They're like 200 bucks. Season tickets well, are $200? No, like for, for like a select, select package. package. Yeah. That's insane. Like well, it just depends on who's coming to town. Coming That's from what Chicago, you like about. at the United Center, even when the Bulls are bad, like Section 220, especially because you don't have to move for it, you get the drinks, you get the service to you, Trista. Uh, tickets you really? for Yeah, it's like one game is like the package of four here. Oh, yeah. That makes sense. Like well, a four again, game package is like one game. They yeah. finally decided to gut this roster. The, the, the Leonces decided yes, they were going to give up and re or really start from scratch, and I applaud them for that. Me too. Because it was Cheap time. tickets are awesome, You know too. what you forgot, though? What? The Chris Stapps Porzingis revenge game today. Yes. I did. Oh, I that. 20 plus. Yes. Well, he's going to have a lot of revenge games. <laughs> this is true. There's a few teams. He has teams. a lot of teams. He's Had it against the Knicks. Now it's his chance against the Wizards. Hard to keep so. up. Right. All right, we bring on Brad Evans in his usual spot that we have every Monday night live on the line. Uh, there are a lot of people right now. The public is all over the lines, my friend. Are you with the public on this tonight, or are you fading the public and going Raiders to cover? No, no way. I'm not even touching the spread remotely. I'm taking the uh, yes. Detroit Lions on a money line, and naturally I'm going to slap that together with a couple legs on an SGP, SGP. and get some plus money. Uh, you know, guys, I love to get seduced by that juice. So here's how I'm playing it. One of my favorite parlays today in the SGP market. Uh, Detroit on the money line. Uh, I took the total up to 56.5, slam that under, and here's the important leg. Jimmy Garoppolo, I-N-T. Let's do it again. He's done it in every stinky game this year. And the Lions have uh, six interceptions through their name on the season. So uh, those three legs, again, to repeat, Lions with the roar on the money line. Uh, total on the alt line under 56 and a half. And Jimmy G ain't nothing but a G thing, baby, especially when they're throwing <laughs> the other team. And he's going to do yeah. exactly that, plus 118 at Bet all right, so, Brad, we weren't sure if Amon Ross St. Brown was going to play tonight, and he does get the active signal dealing with an illness. How are you thinking about, if you're going to play him, what you would do considering that? Well, let's have a Michael Jordan flu game, shall we? And hopefully it's going to be better than what we uh, encouraged Patrick Mahomes to have yesterday. Uh, but the weather not going to be nearly as lousy tonight. Uh, given the uh, the fact that this game is inside the creature comforts of a dome. So that is very nice and appealing for somebody that's dealing with an illness of unknown severity, unknown variety. But I'm on Ross St. Brown. I will say this, guys. Uh, the sun god, I can never really fade him. Uh, he is the apple of Jerry Goff's eye. And I would take the over in the alt-line market of 100-plus receiving yards. You can score that hey, at hey. plus money right now, significant plus money, at BetMGM. He'd always been getting an IV drip straight for the last 24 hours. And uh, you look at the production. He's been over the century mark in four of his last five games. He's getting a mammoth 31.9% of the team target share as well. And operating out of the slot, you're going to get a lot of Amik Robertson in coverage, who's given up a 125.3 passer rating in slot coverage. So I'm on Ross St. Brown. Come on down, baby. I say you're going to conquer whatever is bugging you, whatever illness it is. Give it the stiff arm. You're in the century mark tonight. That's why I'm playing the alt market 
as that uh, represents, I feel, the I best value that. on the board. Yeah, I love it, Brad. I think the Lions are obviously going to have a big offensive night, but the Raiders are probably going to score some points or at least move the ball. I mean, we know that they really can't run the ball, and you can't run the ball on Detroit anyway, but who do you like tonight as far as a receiving option for the Raiders? You obviously have Jacoby Myers. You have Devontae Adams, who did have several receptions in the last game, but he's a little upset right now, maybe wants to get moved by tomorrow. And then uh, you have a guy like Michael Mayer, who's been pretty solid when Jimmy G's been out there. Who do you like tonight as far as some uh, options for the Raiders? Well, given the fact that Detroit runs a lot of zone coverage, I think Jacoby Myers makes a boatload of sense. And uh, this could be like a five, six catch game. I like the over on receptions for him. I believe the number right now is at four and a half at BetMGM. Uh, If it's a little bit too juiced up in that market, do a little SGP. Once again, reduce the juice and get seduced by that juice and put it together with uh, Devontae (laughs) Adams and the all yards market. I I grab him at 60 plus yards, part of like a four layer that I do have. I play it up to like 80 plus yards on Devontae swing for all you old school Jodeci fans out there a uh, yeah. guy that uh, could definitely uh, uh, have some smooth moves on the field tonight I think he is going to be uh, you know squeaky wheel gets the grease uh, he is going to live uh, up to that phrase and the guy's probably going to get I would say minimum of what his usual target share is and that's 30 percent so probably 10 to 12 looks from him uh, could deal with a deficit sometime in this game and that only adds fuel to the fire that he is going to get at least 60, 70, maybe 80 yards in this game with uh, at least six receptions, if not a heck of a lot more. So uh, that's how I'm playing the Raiders side of things. And I will say this, guys, heavy under on Josh Jacobs for me on the rush yards. Uh, is that Ooh, I like that a lot. Yeah. yeah, it's come tumbling down the mountainside. I grabbed it when it opened at 64 and a half. Now I think it's in the 50s at Ben and 55 and a half. Yep. Oh, my goodness, what a closing line value, your boy got. I had no idea it was at 55 and a half. Uh, it's extraordinary. I got at 64 and a half. Detroit, number 10 in the NFL and rush EPA defense. They're giving up just 56.1 rush yards per game to running backs. Entire running back cores on the season. And Josh Jacobs, uh, one of the dregs of the keg in yards after contact per attempt, missed tackle rate. Uh, he's been kind of like trapped in a phone booth. Uh, not getting any kind of space for him to operate behind this rickety offensive line, and he is going to be swarmed under tonight. Talking to Brad Evans, yeah, speaking of running backs, no David Montgomery again for the Lions, which last week we saw Jameer Gibbs, 68 yards rushing, another 58 receiving. I... Jameer Gibbs has been frustrating for me because he's obviously been up and down this year. The ability in this offense for him to do multiple things is there. You see it. We just haven't seen it consistently. Are you in or out on anything Jameer Gibbs tonight? I'm in, uh, but again, naturally, I'm all about the alt thresholds and the SGP yeah. market. So, I'm, you know, I'm going to build in a little cushion to avoid any pushing, guys. Uh, so, as a result, uh, on Jameer Gibbs, uh, you know, I think he's going to. I love that. Well, it is. It really is. Let your mind go the other. Uh, really. Uh, but I will say this. Amir Gibbs uh, had a monster snap share last week, 86.7%. That led to a monstrous opportunity share, and he delivered. Had 126 combined yards. You know he's got the shimmy. He's got the shake, evidenced by his yards after contact per attempt numbers and missed tackle percentages as well. And Las Vegas, guys, is number 31 in the NFL and rush EPA defense. So I'll tell you what, uh, I'll give you the same parlay that I unveiled on Live Line today on this four-legger, and uh, when I put it together this morning, it was a plus 150 juice. I took the Lions on the money line, 
Jared Goff for two-plus passing touchdowns. Jameer Gibbs, 55 or more rush-plus receiving yards. That was available earlier in the day. I think 60 is the lowest bar they can get on Gibbs. Just go ahead and take that action. He'll achieve that as well. And Devontae Adams, 60-plus receiving yards. Again, that is a cool plus 150. That's why I love SGPs. You play the alt-lines market. People will say, oh, that four-legger, that's horrendous value. It's not the greatest value, but I'm trying to build the bankroll, bro. So take a chill pill. (laughs) Stop judging my SGP. Make your own damn SGP if you don't like it. Isn't that right? I want to get your thoughts on this. So, okay, so we know Jared Goff, super comfortable at the crib, in the dome. His indoor-out door splits are crazy but Raiders yep. seventh best uh, at opponent passing yards so would you stay all the way from Jared Goff's passing yards or would you go under how do you attack that oh Trista I did grab it when this line opened as well and believe it or not folks that opened at 270 and a half Trista update me where is the line now give me that closing line value what do we got on Jared Goff 262 and a half Oh, hells to the yes! I'm feeling very <laughs> confident that owner's going to hit. And, and frankly, guys, I probably play this down at like 259 and a half uh, because Jared Goff, I agree, uh, could struggle in the pass game. That is kind of one of the saving graces of this Las Vegas team. Uh, evidenced by the 6.49 pass yards per attempt allowed. Uh, the fact that Bowling given up 199.6 pass yards per game to opposing signal callers. Only Josh Allen had been over the 260-yard mark against them this season. And Jared Goff's kind of been up and down in the yardage category. Yeah, he's number one in deep ball completion percentage. Yeah, he's number seven in air yards per attempt. Uh, But the story here is that Amon Ross St. Brown may not be at 100%. And the fact, too, that this game could get out of control for the silver and black. Sorry, Ryan, if that is the case. So as a result, Jared Goff hitting the under on pass yards, I feel, is a proper lane. So, Brad, we learned a couple things yesterday. We learned uh, your Bears, they stink. Uh, we learned my Packers, oh. they're atrocious. So tonight, in about 20 minutes, we're going to watch the Lions, who I think we already have to crown as the NFC North champions yep. because unfortunate news for the Vikings, Kirk Cousins, torn Achilles. He's going to miss the remainder, of the remainder of the season. I wanted to ask you, from a fantasy standpoint, as a player prop standpoint, you know, we've been big on the Jordan Addison props. Yeah. I have him in fantasy. I also have yeah. Justin Jefferson, if he does come back. You know, what do you do now? I mean, especially with an unknown quarterback situation, you have Jarrett Hall. Maybe they make a move, bring somebody in, like a veteran. But uh, what do you do with those guys? Do you leave them out of the lineup? Do you continue to play their props? What What are you doing now with the Jordan Addison or K.J. Osborne? Yeah, it's kind of a wait and see right now. I think K.J. Yeah. Osborne becomes the most expendable in terms of right in the pine uh, for the foreseeable future. Jordan Addison uh, goes from like a back-end wide receiver one, high-end wide receiver two in 12-team formats to somebody that has some flex appeal. That's really about it. Uh, I know he's got the big playability, the separation skills. Uh, we got to see what uh, quarterback moves his team makes. Uh, hello, can you just call the Tennessee Titans and see if Ryan Tannehill is available? Or maybe yeah. it's Josh Dobbs, who looks like he's on his way out from Arizona and is going to land in another locale. And he was an aeronautical engineering major at Tennessee. So that's automatically a brain upgrade there in Minneapolis. So uh, we'll see what this team does, the trade deadline, which is at 4 Eastern time on uh, Halloween, which is tomorrow. Uh, but they have to make a move. And I 100% agree with you. Uh, it's all about Detroit. They're going to walk to a crown in this division because the Bears stink. The Packers are low lives as well, 
as they normally are. Uh, and then you look at the Minnesota Vikings. <laughs> and then you look at the Minnesota Vikings, yeah, with the quarterback upheaval right now. I just go ahead and give the title to Detroit. Brad, after watching what the Bengals did to the 49ers, we see Joe Burrow throw for three touchdowns, only four incompletions. Is this more of a, hey, the Bengals are back, Joe Burrow's healthy? Or was that game to you more of a, ah, the 49ers have a lot of injuries and Brock Purdy's not protected and he's just not the same quarterback right now? More concern with 49ers or more excitement about the Bengals at this point? Well, I think it's kind of a mixture of both, but I am mm-hmm. very concerned about San Francisco. Uh, not uh, necessarily because, you know, Brock Purdy seems to be resembling the Mr. Irrelevant status that he had in the NFL draft a couple of years ago. But defensively, guys, uh, I think uh, they're, they're, they have been given way too much credit on the national scene because you look at the EPA data that's out there. They're a bottom 10 run defense, according to that uh, benchmark and that statistic that's out there. Uh, and as a result, because he, the uh, offenses are taking advantage of them on the ground, it's opening things up on the back end that they're having extreme problems trying to contain. You saw that evidence yesterday. Jamar Chase going bananas in that game. T. Higgins had a couple of big catches. Tyler Boyd found the end zone as well. Joe Burrow just picked him apart. And Joe Mixon, uh, who is a leader opportunity share running back right now, among all NFL running backs, just did what he usually does. And that is uh, taking the ball and earning, you know, three, four, an occasional five yards per carry to add balance to this offensive attack. So the Bengals, I think, are back. Uh, We'll see if they're really back with their matchup of coming against the Buffalo Bills, though not nearly as frightening as uh, what we believe it would be earlier on in the season. But I think the bigger concern right now by the Bay is the fact that this San Francisco team isn't wrapping up cats. They got major defensive flaws on the front end and especially on the back end. Really quick, about 30 seconds left, Brad. My Cowboys, 43-20, to 20, just an yeah. absolute shellacking. <laughs> CeeDee Lamb looked like a wide receiver one. Is this a meaningful win? Uh, hell, uh, yeah, it is. Uh, heck, yeah, it's a meaningful win. I mean, Dak Prescott was on point. Uh, they got to get Tony Pollard going. Uh, he's been a bit of a roller coaster ride, but defensively, uh, I think they have rectified some of their issues. Uh, they really fly the football. I think the Cowboys, yeah, uh, should be able to build some momentum on that victory. And one last play I got in the game tonight, guys. Yes, Josh yes. Reynolds, old Josh Reynolds over everything. I have him for long. Yes. I grab an eight and a half. I have my receptions, which I grabbed on the over two and a half. And I also have the over on yards, which I grabbed at 33 and a half. And I think it's at 35 and a half. Should be a big night for the field stretcher du jour of Detroit. Yes, sir. Love, Love Josh it. Reynolds. Love it. There he is. The man, the myth, the legend, Brad Evans, live Thanks, Brad. on the line. Great to have you Go on line as always, every week, my friend. I got a text message and they said he's a crazy man. We like that. It's a good thing. <laughs> I love good it. Thing. We don't like boring around. We, lo- right. we encourage it. We encourage it, Brad. We encourage it. All right, this whole sports equinox thing means we also got baseball, too, guys. Is also a great gym. Shout out to Equinox. Like, yeah. I was, let's, let's give I them was, some free. Yeah, I, yeah that I is a, a gym, free membership. Yeah, it's, yeah. <laughs> it's kind of an expensive gym. Uh, look at the momentum-changing game three next, and then some props in uh, Monday Night Football as well. It's BetMGM tonight.